0: Hello, I'm Tracy. I'm Dan. And you're listening to the SWODcast, where we discuss health and wellness topics ranging from sleep, mental health, sexual health, alcohol and other drugs, and more. Let's chat. So, we've all been experiencing months now of endless online classes and have seen our entire physical life be transformed into a new virtual reality. And we're also witnessing the challenges. For instance, over the last few months, I have been seeing people share memes and comments via social media on how all students now attend Zoom University, since most students are taking remote classes.
1: And people have also shared how exhausting online learning platforms can be. Sitting for long periods of time on Zoom calls can be uncomfortable and painful, and not being in a physical classroom can often be less motivating, since Zoom calls can feel more like just watching a recorded lecture. And over the last few months, we've also learned that it's easy to improperly gauge conversational cues over Zoom. So try not to be so hard on yourself because Zoom is new and different.
0: Yeah, so you wanna learn more about how to overcome this Zoom exhaustion? You've come to the right place. We've done our research and have found seven simple tricks to help you overcome some of those challenges. So first off, we recommend taking some time to greet everyone in the room. So this includes, taking a few moments before actually clicking start to settle and ground your attention and taking the time to truly greet whoever's in the room with your full attention. For instance, if you're in class, it can be really nice to just greet your professor or some other students in the class and it'll feel like you're able to ground yourself more. And these small changes can prepare you for a virtual learning environment. These steps give you the space to adjust your focus. So by giving yourself this time, you'll be better equipped to engage in Zoom conversations which can be more emotionally exhausting than in-person conversations. Likewise, taking the time to truly greet people in the call provides a greater sense of normalcy and connection with others that is often missing in Zoom calls. So greeting people is an easy way to overcome that.
1: Makes me think we should have taken some time to ground ourselves before the podcast.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking that.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, and another trick that you could use on Zoom is to uh, to enable speaker view um, to see uh-huh. all the people that you're with, um, and it makes it feel a little more like you're in a normal meeting. Um, another tip that we'd recommend is to uh, resisting the urge to multitask while using Zoom. Um, so, since we're on our computers during the call, we might not we might wonder, you know, why not check emails, but we would recommend not doing that. Um, Multitasking can lead to increased cognitive load, um, and that ultimately can just make you even more tired and exhausted. Um, Avoiding distractions can really help us stay present-focused and engaged in our Zoom classes and uh, other activities.
0: I've definitely noticed that. It is way too easy to want to just go and check my email during class or something, and I end up just more tired and confused than I should be. <laughs> but another tip we recommend is also knowing that it's important to give yourself both mental and physical breaks between sessions. So we all have classes back to back, whether it's a two a to three a or anything else. Um, we have breaks split in between. We have those twenty minutes. So it's important to really take the time to just take a break and and step away from your computer for a little bit. So while it's tempting to schedule things back to back, if they're not actual classes, um, taking the time and having the time between calls can actually let you reset for your next topics as well.
1: Yeah. And it's especially important to take these mini breaks during longer meetings, um, Mm -hmm. letting your eyes focus on a window, you know, looking outside your room or something like that. Um, uh, You might try you know, moving the Zoom window behind a window in your uh, on your computer just so you can look at your desktop or just look at something other than a Zoom call for a few minutes. Um, you know, uh, we'd we'd also recommend using the "hide yourself from view" Zoom feature. Um, so this this just makes it where it'll hide your webcam and your Zoom view, and that can be um, that can be kind of kind of nice for uh, your mental health as well. Um, and another option would be switching to phone calls uh, or trying emails for some meetings instead of Zoom calls. Uh, those can be a little bit less taxing sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I actually tried my best to make my desk be right in front of a window because mm-hmm. I do find that if I am in a meeting or something, just being able to look out and and just kind of do some people watching or actually there's a little dog outside my window so it's a really fun distraction um that just really helps me focus and then go right back into class and, and it's less exhausting yeah,
1: um I think about that natural light too is, oh yeah is the very, yeah.
0: makes a huge huge difference um and so another tip actually going off of that is that we find it really helpful to have your screen off to the side instead of straight on um, again it's you know what i would do if i have my window right by my computer is that i put it a little bit off to the side and that way it makes it easy to you know turn my attention to my computer when i need to but then also take that break and look outside and take a bit of that natural light like you're saying as well because otherwise it can be really exhausting just thinking that people are always seeing you but if you keep it a little more balanced it does help
1: yeah yeah for sure um another thing to consider is uh, establishing daily routines So um, making your your work days different from your, you know, your weekends and and trying to get a a better uh, work or school life balance that way. Um, And if you're consistently doing Zoom classes and homework in the mornings and afternoons, for example, um, your workload might be more predictable uh, and that can can make it a bit less stressful. So associating uh, the work you do with certain uh, times of day Um, And that can also decrease the amount of Zoom exhaustion that you feel over time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I also try to get some activities I exclusively do on the weekends to make it feel like a weekend versus on the weekdays. And in particular, it is ice skating. I make sure I try to go ice skating when the weather permits. And that way, it very much feels like I'm separating my weekdays from my weekends, which is really fun. Um, and so finally, our last tip includes taking breaks away from technology and to separate work from non-work. So actually, that ties right into what I was just saying, where I can really kind of separate my fun activities from my work activities, which makes it a lot easier to stay motivated. So um, again, facing a different direction or sitting in a different room when you're working or changing your clothes to fit the activity you're doing can can really make a difference, you know, whether it's switching your work from your desk to maybe doing some classes on the floor, that can be really helpful as well. Um, Hi, how can I help you? Hi, we're giving up Valentine cookies today from Daisy Moses, do you want one? Oh my gosh, yes, I would love one. And then I think we have two other people in the office today. we We just took a brief pause because we had Daisy Moses come in and give us some Valentine's cookies since Valentine's is on. Sunday, so it was a very pleasant surprise.
1: Yeah, uh, a couple
0: things, of- <laughs> so really nice. Um, yeah, so, so back to these Zoom tips. Um, One thing we recommend, like we were saying, is kind of switching up where you are and switching up your clothes. So for instance, if you're doing a little more homework and, and try to be more comfortable when doing work, maybe you try wearing some more comfortable clothes, but then if, if you're in class, you maybe try dressing up a little more to make it feel like you're more present too. And if that doesn't work, you can also try moving around your spaces. I know we had a swastle on how to optimize your space when you are living in one space. And we definitely recommend trying to make your areas purposeful and try to mix it up to keep, to keep yourself really motivated with the work you're doing. Um, and then Along with that, we want to make sure that your space is comfortable, so that means proper ergonomics to not tire you out physically or promote bad posture, which ultimately causes back pain and can definitely make calls less enjoyable. But last but certainly not least, you always have to remind yourself to forgive yourself and others for bad Zoom days because they can definitely happen to everyone.
1: Yeah, I know. I've, this is definitely a good reminder for uh, my posture. Uh, <laughs> this call itself, um, yeah, and, I, and uh, the, the tip on uh, keeping your room purposeful is also um, very, very good. I think I, I always try to make my bed in the morning to make sure that it's.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So I, so I won't be tempted to get back into it. So.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah.
1: Today, we discussed Zoom exhaustion and how taking intermittent breaks, practicing mindfulness, and having defined daily routines can help combat it. For more information, including sources and links to more resources, check out the show notes by going to go.carlton.edu slash OHP. For more health-related content, follow our Facebook at facebook.com slash and our Instagram at CarltonSwaz. In
0: the Office of Health Promotion, thanks for listening.